Welcome to the Fixed Live. Today, our main topic is Got Hookup. And my name is Chris Nahosa, and I'm president of the Fixed Live. And to my left, we have Mike Willie. I'm here. <laughs> and to my right, we have Luis Cortez. Hello. And right across from me is our other co host, Brittany Weaver. Hi there. Alrighty. Um, before we get started with the news from uh, Lewis, uh, please visit our website at thefixlive.com and join our social network there to get uh, updates, uh, all sorts of good dealies, and um, we're constantly improving the site, so we'll let you know what happens from here on. Lewis, you've got news for us. Yes, I do. Okay, what is it? In, uh, IBM has a conducted a survey that uh, states that the internet may take over the television spot in the number one used device. I mean, you can definitely see uh, TV shows on the internet now for free and uh, not even have to buy them on iTunes anymore. So would that actually be the despise of the actual traditional television? Uh, maybe, maybe not. I mean, we had a, a thing a couple of years ago come out called Web TV. I mean, that didn't do too well. I mean, no. it's, it's not it's not around anymore. <laughs> no. So if 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 TV can't replace the internet, I personally do not believe that internet can replace the TV. I mean, you'll see things as it happens on on TV. I mean, who knows with more technology as it keeps going and going, you may be able to see live television on the internet, or you already could see it on yeah. the internet. Any thoughts? I forgot what web TV was for a minute. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> Look that's at that. why it uh, it didn't succeed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but uh, I don't know. They're two they're two different animals, TV and the internet. Um, but <laughs> the, one's a uh, cat, one's a dog. Sure, we'll call it that. Or a liger. A liger and a. Do some uh, sound effects for Brittany. A giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> no. A liger and a giraffe. Okay, so so the giraffe can do some things. It's kind of limited, and the liger obviously can do like a whole ton of things, which is uh, not TV. But um, <laughs> I didn't really want to get that deep into it. But <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. A, f a funny thing about it is, um, can anyone guess where the the survey was taking place at? Where? Online, okay. which they say could have screwed the vote. <laughs> I mean, of course people are going to say internet's going to take over television if it's done online. But kind of hard to survey the TV. Yeah. I mean, you're not really going to have TV. Yeah, well, <laughs> nobody has that. Um, <laughs> it's, you're always going to have some sort of, you know, uh, messed up kind of, you know, outcome in your polls whenever that happens. But... I mean, the internet, you've got TV shows on iTunes that you can buy. You still have to pay for them. But then there's TV shows uh, that are offered by uh, other... NBC, ABC. Uh, yeah, exactly. Fox, uh, stuff like that a lot. Um, right TV like Was, Wasn't 24? Like, yeah, 24. It, I think NBC is about to end their relationship with iTunes. And okay. Well, I mean, I knew Universal that, but... In, in general, it was about to end their relationship with Apple. 
iTunes software. But like, wasn't Twenty Four able to be watched streaming from MySpace? One of the websites. MySpace. Oh, okay, definitely. MySpace. It's it, it links you to uh, Fox on Demand or something. Oh, okay, gotcha. So you're gonna so one way or another, you can still watch some TV shows online. Definitely. Without having to pay for them, and even if you do have to pay for them, I mean, it's not you know that bad. But you you know you're you're not confined to sitting in front of your TV in your living room on your couch being like, I wish I could like take this and do you know watch this somewhere else because I really have to do something or it's you know one of the great parts in the show and it's like crap something just came up and then you what what do you have to do you have to wait for the rerun or you have to go and buy it online do something else ask one of your friends what happened and you missed it you know missing those moments uh, missing moments are uh, <laughs> are not a good thing and it's always they say they say one thing that doesn't help it is that uh, computers actually going down in price while TVs are only getting better but going up in price but it's literally I I mean I wouldn't want to sit here and watch a uh, a movie on my uh, computer I mean even though my computer's nice I mean if I have an HD television in my house with HD DVD, I'll choose that w over my computer any day. And yeah, it's high definition. The guys in the movie is on my screen. It looks exactly like me. I'm like, <laughs> Am I in the movie? <laughs> so it's a movie star. Yeah, I'm like, hey, this is weird. But uh, yeah, nowhere, nowhere in the next in, in the next ten years at least is a. Uh, ever gonna happen let's get rid of the internet taking over TV so screw the well no I, I know I've got more, I know I've got more thoughts on that but let's move on to our second topic what's our second um topic wasn't like a USB 3.0 yes and let me pull that article up <laughs> <laughs> so just for those of you who don't know or haven't heard of USB 3.0, Mike, can you tell us a little bit about it? Think of USB 2.0, amplify everything about it by about a million. A million. A million. So you can go pinky up to a million. One million times. Right. So it's a whole lot faster. Indeed. Faster than Firewire, I Wasn't believe. It like four point something gigs a second. Uh, it was something ridiculous like that. I, we can we can find out that exact number here very soon, I'm sure. Louis, why don't you try Wikipedia? Yeah. <laughs> Wikipedia, it's such a reliable source. That's right. And it actually it is in fact so reliable that every college professor in the world should will allow it. you to use it. Not true. Not factual. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I just edited that article last exactly. night. <laughs> come on now. Oh, speaking of Wikipedia, I mean, uh, Yahoo's about to come out with something similar to Wikipedia. Are they? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who is? Yahoo. Yeah, oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Who does Yahoo anymore? Let's Google everything. Exactly. Yeah. Or use Wikipedia in this instance. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so USB 3.0. What do we got here? Uh, up to 4.8 gigabytes in seconds. That's insane. Yeah, that's extremely fast. That's more I than my iPhone per second. And, and USB 2.0 is 480 megabytes. Megabytes, not gigabytes. Or so they say. 
Yeah. Or so they Some, say. Something are, it's, it's around for And yeah. for your 56K uh, users out there still, <laughs> USB 1.0 is a miserable 12 point nothing megabytes per second. <laughs> I love it. That's amazing. So, well, that means I could copy my entire, what, 63 gigs of music. Like in, a second? In like, well, like is that? a couple minutes tops. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is quite amazing. Yeah. Which means, uh, Printing out papers that you're late for classes will probably be a lot quicker. Yeah. You feel like fly to your classes. Yeah. Of course, you have a slow printer, then you might have some yeah. issues still. But you know. Yep. Yeah. Good old schools. Sending larger, sending larger images uh, to your printer or to like a, yeah. a what am I think a business class printer yeah. would be a lot faster. Yeah. The overall. So transfer. are they going to modify some of the devices to go faster? Yeah. No, they'll probably just come out with a new one. Yeah, I mean, that's what. Oh that's yeah, modified. Yeah, because that's what they did with two. I'm a sitter. <laughs> you alright? We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll play by play here. Yep. Uh, Lewis almost just fell out of his chair. When is yep. USB 3.0 supposed <laughs> to be released? Uh, they're saying nothing. They're saying uh, on September 18, 2007, Pat Dale Singer demoted USB 3.0 at the fall. Intel developer form. I guess he doesn't like it. Yeah, he doesn't like it. <laughs> oh, well, I don't care. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, it, it probably wouldn't be before like 2009 or something around there, I would think. Sometime within the next couple Yes. I'd like it to be soon. So, next week. Okay, so <laughs> USB 3.0, 4.8, around 4.8 gigs a second. Um, that means Apple's really going to have to step it up with the next version of FireWire. Mm -hmm. Oh, who's to say they're ever going to use FireWire anymore? Probably just use the USB 3.0. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see. Because, I mean, you look at... I mean, you look at the speeds for USB 2.0 and FireWire uh, 400. Like, uh, obviously, FireWire 400, you got 400 megabytes per second. And with USB 2.0, you've got 480 megabytes per second. The question is, why do uh, digital video cameras and uh, you know high quality, um, uh, like high capacity hard drives, still use? I mean, you know, some of the hard drives have options for uh, you know USB 2.0, but why do they all use FireWire 400 instead of USB 2.0? Obviously, there's got to be some problem with USB 2.0 where the data is not transferring as fast. Where's proprietary formats? I need about five more USB ports. You know what I say? I say let's just all go to Bluetooth. Bluetooth? That's like 30 megabytes per second. Well, let's go to Bluetooth 5.17 and a half. And that comes out in like 2000. When my son, pretty much. When my son, 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 when, when son. Lewis is an old man and I'll be the president of the United chair. States. <laughs> yeah, that'll be the first time we have a minority president. Right. Joking. <laughs> All right. Uh, do we have any other news topics today, Lewis, or, or um, are we saving some good ones for next week? Yeah, let's save some good ones for next week. You know, you can come back and holler at me on on the news topics. Gotcha. Oh, All right, so let's take a two-minute break. Only on the fix. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to The Fix Live. We've got a crash course segment here with Brittany Weaver. And what do you got for us today, Brittany? Okay, well today I'm going to help all of you Southeastern wireless users help set up wireless on Windows Vista because there's been some, uh, some misunderstandings with our IT department here. Mm, um, I mean... <laughs> yeah, we'll keep this confidential. And the name's um, secret. <laughs> um, anyhow, <laughs> the easiest way to um, get a visual here of what I'm saying is to go to my SEU and go to uh, services and IT help desk. Um, this might help you a little bit, but I'm going to kind of walk you through it here. Um, from your start menu on your Vista, you need to go to start and then control panel and then click on network and share in center. From there, there's going to be um, a list of different tasks in the left-hand corner of the window. Um, you're going to need to click on Manage Wireless Networks. After this, um, <laughs> I don't know what Mike did there. After this, there's going to be another window that pops up, and um, you're going to need to hit manu Manually Create a Network Profile. Um, if you don't see this, <laughs> in the window, you need to hit set up a connection or network. That's one little detail they left out. But anyhow, once you get to the manually connect window, um, they're going to ask you how do you want to add a network. Um, click manually create, and it's going to ask for your network name, security type, encryption type. Um, the network name is Southeastern. Security type is 802.1x. The encryption type is WEP, and there's two little boxes underneath um, when you type in this information, and you need to check start this connection automatically and connect even if the network is not broadcasting. You'll then need to click next, and when um, you're given this option, you need to select change connection settings, all right? And then after you click on that, um, another one is going to pop up, and you need to security. All right. And down in the bottom of that window, you need to click settings button. After you click the settings button, another window will pop up. Oh, yet again. And um, you need to deselect the option for validating the server certificate, and then click configure. That'll be down towards the bottom half. So after you're done with that, a pop-up window will come up, and you need to deselect the option for automatically using your Windows logon, and then click OK. Then you wait a few minutes, and down in the right-hand corner of your um, Vista, a little pop-up will come up, and it'll ask you to enter your um, domain name, your username, and your password. And that's the same as the information you use for WebSense. So under username, you're going to type in, well, mine's BA Weaver, and then you're going to type in your password, and I'm not sharing that with you. <laughs> and then um, your Darn. domain name should already be there, but the domain name is SE University in all caps. So after you're done with that, you should be able to connect, and it's a very lengthy process. Should. So if you don't understand it, Using Southeastern's um, 
help desk services, you can contact one of us and we'll be glad to help you set it up. And where can they contact us at? TheFixLive at gmail.com. Or you can go to our website at TheFixLive.com and Fix live. <laughs> post a, a, we'll do a post in the tech support form. We break, we fix. <laughs> well, that's that's a good try. <laughs> that's so, our new motto. That'd be a good motto. That's our new motto. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I don't know. All I right, so we're gonna take a two-minute break and come back with the topic of the week. All right, so yeah, topic of the week is got hookup. So last time. Fix, we talked about having all your equipment uh, from the, your first day on the job as like a youth pastor or at your new business, and they've given you the job of going out and replacing all of your broken hardware, like microphones, projectors, um, computers, all that good stuff, all that good stuff. So uh, <laughs> here to help us out is Mike Willett, maybe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want to let that end up being able to record. Right. Huh? Forget nothing. Oh, okay. Okay, what am I doing? Welcome oh, back, Mike. Thank you. He has, <laughs> to, <laughs> yeah. he has to defer that breathing from the microphone. All right, so, um, <laughs> now that you got your stuff, such as projectors, microphones, cables, we're going to transition into our swappable segment, which really ties in pretty well with this. And it's know that input. So that's the first thing. Uh, we're going to be showing you pictures, obviously, because this is an enhanced podcast of what the different types of connections are that Mike's going to be talking about. So what's the first thing you need to look for when you're going to buy cables for your microphones? Microphones. XLR cable. XLR. Uh, what, what does that look like? Basically, it's... Most often, it'll just be a standard black cable, and the ends will, ooh, it's hard to describe without seeing it, but you'll be able to see it, so that'll be good. Um, basically, it's kind of like a cone-ish sort of end. Okay. Um, and one end will actually have prongs, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, anyway. Um, thinking about cables here. One will have prongs, and then the other end will have the receiver for that prong. Okay. What's on the bottom of the microphone? Uh, prongs. Prongs. Okay, so, so I should be plugging in a non-prong. So okay. like a female connection. Yeah, female end. Okay, and then the other end of that cable should have a male connection, yep. right? Okay, okay, gotcha. Awesome. Cool. So if you're going to buy instrument cables, <laughs> a guitar, or a keyboard, yep. or something like that, what do you get? Quarter-inch cable. Quarter inch. So quarter inch is, Why do they call it quarter inch? Because no one ever told me that. But basically, uh, <laughs> uh, why do you ask so many questions? Come on, man. <laughs> I'm trying to provoke him to okay, answer them. Okay, fine. I, if I had to guess, it's probably because the end is like about a quarter inch long. Very good. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, he went. Right. All I'm right. In, I'm in the golden. Wrong. Oh, he's supposed to answer. Wrong. He was supposed to answer. What is? <laughs> what is? It's a quarter-inch Okay, so it's a quarter-inch thick. Great. Um, what if it only has, like, one stripe on it? 
then should just be a mono mono cable, I mm. think. Mono cable, okay. So is it better if I get uh, one with two stripes, which would make it stereo, or does it really matter? Mm. Yeah, I'm actually not 100% sure, but it probably would depend on a bit on your application. Um, like if you were running, say, like a CD player to like a, a nice CD player, like something you can see in the sound booth. Yeah, uh, like to a, a sound band. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, to a soundboard, you would probably want to get stereo cables, just because you know soundboard speakers on the whole. Because you want both the left and the right channel. Right. Okay. Great. Um, all right. Let's move on to something like the projector. So if I'm a projector and I want to hook up uh, a couple of computers and I want to hook up a DVD player. And how about a VCR as well? What what kind of cables am I looking at? <laughs> I haven't done video work in a long time. So like, what about um, what what's the most common video connection for a computer? Like a VGA uh, yeah. or a DVI? Because yeah. DVI is kind of slowly creeping up, uh, taking over VGA. Yeah. So should I get both? Is that a safe thing to do, or should I just stick with VGA? Probably say we just stick with VGA. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, if, I not, had, if I had to go with one. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, I'm not sure about how they're making projectors and whatnot these days. Okay. Um. Um. Okay. So what about for my uh, DVD slash VCR player? DVD VCR player. Yeah, well, some sort of RCA cable. Yeah, those are the ones. Man, I'm gonna mess up the name. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. RCA cables on. Does it have to be colored yellow for me to buy it, or? Well, they make ones that aren't yellow, but typically look like what you see. Right, okay. And if I'm running it over some long distance, will I typically be able to find that in like a Radio Shack, or should I look somewhere online for a better price? Both. Both? <laughs> <laughs> So you're saying it's good to check in the local store first. Yeah. Okay. If, if you can if you can grab it for you know a decent price, do it. Gotcha. Okay. That's cool. Um well it's gonna be hard to uh, show them how you properly wrap a cable yeah. <laughs> if they can't see it. But what's like what's this. the general yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um Take you can't one see hand, what we're doing. Take one hand, grab a piece of it, and wrap it around the foot off. Would that be the right way? No, oh, he's shaking his head no. That's okay. not why we're, we're, we're getting that's, a no on that one. That's, I mean, that's, What's that's, the general that's, that's one way to do it. I mean, basically, it's the best way to do it is to wrap it so there's as little tension in the cables as possible. Question. Okay. When I, when I was at Cherish, and we always wrapped our cables. We twisted it as we went, like, and then wrapped it around. What do you mean, like, like you wrapped one time and then you like shook the end out? No, we actually like twisted it as we wrapped. Hmm. That probably created more tension, doesn't it? Yeah. So that probably it's why um, when we left the church, like to short out. Yeah. Wear out pretty quickly because of that. So take care of your cables, or you're going to be spending a buttload. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and 
Unless you buy monster cables. And if you have money to break cables like that, you can also send us money. We don't only take food. (laughs) 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 Oh, my lord. Um, Okay, let's talk about a proper mic check. Um, So, I'll be the typical um, person who goes to try and check a mic. Uh, if I if I take the mic and I blow into it, I'd be like, is this thing on? And then start like smacking it with my hand to check. Is that the proper way to you know do a mic check? Okay. Let's all say it together. No. no. Why not? Somebody tell me why. Because you're hitting the mic. Why would you want to hit the mic? Well, okay, you're hitting the mic. <laughs> so, um, that, what is that doing to the inside of the mic? I take a while. Um, if you're hitting, are you sending like higher decibels through the whole system to get like end up spraying stuff out? Or am well, I totally it's, off on this? Well, no, it's gonna it's gonna mess stuff up on the inside eventually after time. Well, it could shake things loose, right? I mean, it's really put, if you take apart a mic, it's really put together pretty detailed. Yeah, it's probably it's probably possible. Yeah, I've never seen it happen. I've dropped mine. Same thing goes for when you're uh, when you're blowing into the mic, which is not suggested. So a, a good way, a proper way to check a mic is just to talk into it, or I see some people like snap into it if they don't want to talk into it. Yeah, which well, is I've seen people do that to, for like wire mics mm-hmm. or something like that. Like they'll just be like, okay. Okay, yeah, some mics you won't even be able to reach, or some mics you don't even want to touch, yeah. like drum mics. <laughs> the proper way to do it is just to say mic check one two. You know how we do. Oh, no. Check these oh, no, mics. No, no, no. Is what we want to do. One two three four five six seven eight. Okay, and uh, other care for your mics. Um, what should you be storing your mics inside of? What's the best thing to do? They come with really okay, nice so cases. Some sort of case, but I mean, we've got soft cases, we have hard cases, we've got pouches. I mean, if I really want to take care of my microphones, what should I be doing? Put it inside of a casket. <laughs> a microphone <laughs> no, no, no. casket. They do make nice little microphone caskets. I mean, it's hard on the outside when they've got the soft foam and stuff. Metal briefcase. Yes, that's the one that I. So not only is it protecting it from the outside, but it's also protecting it from bouncing around a whole lot on the inside, which is very, very important if you want your mics to last a long time. Which I mean, everybody wants to. Who doesn't? So exactly. Uh, Any closing statements or final thoughts from today's episode? Anybody? Take care of your mics. Okay. (laughs) Any other final thoughts? Maybe a question that uh, a viewer or an audience member might have while listening to this. If you have any questions, yes. you can give Chris a call at... No. <laughs> no, no. If you have Singular or an iPhone... No. Singular. Give Chris a call at... <laughs> if you have an asthma drug or an iPhone, it doesn't matter. Sorry, it's all I, do. I have asthma drugs and an iPhone, so... 555-5555. Exactly. Area code 666. <laughs> wow, I need some Hades? It's like, hello, oh, can I get some service? <laughs> <laughs> the Grim Reaper. 
All right, so visit our website at thefixlive.com. The Fix Live. <laughs> Email any questions com. you have to thefixlive at gmail.com. And I'm Chris Nahosa, the president of The Fix Live. We've got Mike Willett, Luis Cortez, Brittany Weaver, and this has been The Fix Live. Fix Live. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>